This is pretty cool. Uh, I want to start the show off on a high note. We might actually, uh, this might be the highest note, my climax in the beginning of the show. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awkward? Uh, so we're going to give someone a chance to go to CSM this year, which is in Boston, Beantown, for free. So a lot of times we've heard from people that sometimes, I mean, cost is a factor when you consider going to a conference like APTA's CSM, uh, travel, hotel, you know, price of admission, food, time away. There's a lot of factors, but uh, we're teaming up with one of our sponsors who's been supporting the show for a while, ATI Physical Therapy. They want to know if you want to come be inspired in Boston with them. Register to win an all-expenses-paid trip. So check the show notes of the episode if you're listening to the podcast or check the, um, the, the description in the YouTube video below. We'll have a link. I would get to this as soon as you can because we're going to pick the winner in just a couple of weeks. Looks like we're going to pick the winner on December 15th, 2023. So jump in there, click it. I mean, hey, you never know. You might win that. So pretty cool. Uh, CSM again, February 15th through the 17th in Boston, Mass. In Baston, Massachusetts. We'll go have some Sam Adams while we're out there. Uh, if you've never been, pretty cool experience in my opinion. I don't get paid by APTA to say this. I actually enjoy the conference. More for people, for learning, for energy. Uh, and now you can go for free and be inspired with ATI. So check it out in the link in the, uh, the show notes of the podcast or in the description of the YouTube video. Excited today because I get to bring on a friend, dot, 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 and former professor. She hates when I just say, well, she's my professor, because now we're just friends. And the episode today is pretty special because we're talking about CSM. Uh, Sky Donovan was uh, my advisor in PT school and now one of my BFFs. And I decided to sort of make a guide, loose guide. And I gave her the prompt, you know, what are three things that that you would do to help help someone get the most out of their CSMs. And she's been going to the combined sections meeting for a number of years. And I've been going for a couple of years. I got some tricks up the sleeve. So we're gonna put her three suggestions together with my three suggestions to see if we can make your CSM experience, well, number one, free, right, with ATI. And number two, just sort of maximize it. Like, how do you get the most out of it? Because it can be overwhelming. There's a lot going on. It's like 18 different circuses all under one tent. So uh, that's what you're going to get out of the episode today. Do you want to say thanks to our friends from Physiotech? They asked, do you want to boost your clinic's revenue by $290 per patient per quarter with their remote therapeutic monitoring? That's rhetorical. Of course you will. Uh, enhance patient outcomes, ease provider workload, and turbocharge your earnings. Kickstart remote therapeutic monitoring at physiotech.ca. That's physiotec. Ca. Plus, our friends at uh, MW Therapy help revolutionize your practice with their all-in-one outpatient PT EMR. Experience seamless integration of patient portals, marketing automations, and billing, all at an unbelievable value. Switching over your EMR is also easy at mwtherapy.com. Now, don't forget to enter that contest before the episode's over, and let's kick things off right now with Sky Donovan on PT Podcast. All right, ready to do this thing? Yes, always. All right, I'm going to start off high high energy, high intensity, and tell people they should get ready to dial up the excitement because today's episode is something you're going to want to turn up the volume for, especially if you're headed to CSM this year. Now, I don't want to assume that everybody in the audience knows what CSM is. So what is CSM? Let's put it to you this way. Here's how I describe it. What if the Super Bowl, Coachella, 
and a TED Talk conference had a baby, and that baby liked physical therapy, that baby would be CSM. Is that close to describing that? I mean, yeah, it's like 18,000 of your nerd crushes all in one place, all wearing polos and khakis. And fact check me, is this the largest physical therapy conference in the world? Yes, 100%. Yes. Yes. And it's happening in Beantown this year. I Googled it. That's Boston. That's Boston's nickname. Uh, I'm Jimmy McKay. I'm your host. With me is someone who isn't just an expert on physical therapy, but is also a maestro of maximizing conference experiences. Uh, She's a professor of physical therapy, a chair of the PT department at Marymount University, where I went to school. And fun fact, uh, the CBO, which we can get into of this very podcast. Uh, welcome back to the program for, I don't know, a seventh or eighth time. Dr. Yeah, Scott I mean, Donald. it's so much fun. I don't count, but thank you for having me. It's great to be here. I'm glad you're here. Now, we have done this new sort of six-pack format, and I'll walk people through what that is. Is I sort of tossed you a question or a prompt, and it was like, hey, what are what are... What are three ways you'll bring three ways I'll bring through is three ways we can sort of get the most out of your CSM experience and also like maybe like help you in the budget department because like going to a conference ain't cheap, right? So uh, we're going to go back and forth and we'll each present our three uh, suggestions. We'll alternate. We'll dive into the what's the suggestion, the why it'll work, the how, the costs and how you might execute those things. By the end of the episode, you'll walk away with not one, but six actionable strategies to skyrocket, uh, skyrocket, mm-hmm. your CSM experience. Uh, Sky, as, as the guest, I'm going to let you go first. All right. Well, we're both Scottish, so we might we have a Scottish. lot of things here with cost savings. I don't know. So my first one is a packing tip. So okay. I was thinking about it. This is going to be my 18th CSM. So I've been to wow. a few. Yep. And my first one was in Boston. So mm-hmm. we're, we're full circle. So my packing tip is to bring a thermal mug with a lid. With you. Okay. With so you. bring yes. a thermal mug. So, and I have several reasons for that. May I elaborate? Okay. Please do. So a few things about the thermal mug. It should be one that you are okay if you lose it. So don't bring your favorite one. I almost always, I never bring a metal one either because there may be a microwave available to you because Um, you can use said mug to carry your coffee. So coffee is a hot commodity (laughs) or cold commodity. Um, You will have lines of over 500 people sometimes to try to get a cup of coffee. So a, a part B to my bring a coffee mug is also bring like via or whatever sorts of travel coffee that you have at your disposal or what you like because you can um, always use one of those. So the thermal mug also really comes in handy for oatmeal. Um, So you can also make oatmeal in your room and it is cheap. I have also found that some of the fitness centers and some of the hotels also have free fruit. So, and you can get, there's free food in the back of the convention center. So the thermal cup has a lid on it so that you can put it in your travel bag. You can put some snacks in there, put the lid on top, stays fresh. And I've been told, I can't say that I experienced this personally. However, if you imbibe in adult beverages on the go, they can leak through the bottom if you are using a paper cup. So some sort of thermal mug would prevent that from happening. There's a lot to unpack there. Number one, if you haven't been to a conference, like 
the if you stay at the convention hotel, like th like these things are not cheap, right? No, so if you can just minimize. And the other thing is, um, when there's eighteen thousand people at a conference and you're staying at the conference hotel or co hotels that are near there, you mentioned coffee being a hot commodity. You might have to, and this is no joke, like you might have to show up an hour early at a Starbucks or the local Dunkin', which by the way, there's a Dunkin' right across the street. There the is, but there also could be a foot of snow on the ground. That's true. February in Boston. So um, packing these things. So your your suggestion was a thermal mug, right? But it's also like pack some of the things that you might, I mean, a 15 minute savings in the in the, in the morning might help you make your first session and not miss the first 15 minutes of your session right or you're at that session without coffee which yeah. is ungodly not not good that's not that's good so your suggestion is the thermal mug with a top but also like maybe throw in a couple packages of instant oatmeal which takes up no room but can save you from oh, i'm late and you know the line for breakfast is down the street and but i've already eaten right and it can save you twenty dollars <laughs> And 20, right, like a hotel breakfast could be like $28. And you're like, ah, throw it on the room. And then you get out and you're like, how did I spend $400? It's like, well, room service, these things add up. All right, so that's your first suggestion, uh, thermal mug. All right, my first suggestion. I went with sort of like strategies that were going to be, that have a theme. Mm. So my theme, I went with the theme. My theme is learning, networking, and fun. So those are my three, three things. Three themes. That's not a theme. One. Well, whatever. I, those are my things. Those are, those are my sub. My sub theme. My sub themes. My sub themes. All right. So the first one was learning, and this is something that can get overwhelming. CSM. I don't even know how many. There's 18 components of the APT. How many hours worth of programming? A million. A million. I don't know. Less than a billion. But so my my learning suggestion is called the triple take technique. Now, you might appreciate this because you're in education. So buckle up because here's what you got. When you get your sessions, and again, you can plan it ahead of time or you can do the wild card, which your is what app. I do a lot. There's the APTA app, right? While you're in a session, here's where you utilize the triple take technique. Number one, attend each session with the intention not just to listen but to engage. The triple take technique involves taking notes, jotting them down during the seminar, and then immediately when your session is over, summarize the top three takeaways that you've learned. And finally, taking those insights to social media and tweeting or posting one or all of those takeaways uh, on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. Also tagging the presenter in that as well. So triple take. Here's why it's good. Here's why it works. Number one, the technique forces you to take complex information, a 45, 90-minute presentation, down into simple forms. Are you going to remember all of the stuff in the session? I got news for you. You're not. You know all those pictures that you take of the slides on the screen? You're never going to look at them again. You're not. But you're still going to take them, but you're never going to look at them. And they're also out of context. So this technique forces you to take all those ideas and break them down. And three, like Stooges and Blind Mice and Amigos, everybody loves three. This will enhance your comprehension, so like a learning technique. And you're going to share that information. So it almost like goes into like, you know, see one, do one, teach one. Like you saw it and then you know, you're breaking it down. Now you're teaching it. 
you're going to have to break it down on social media, which also helps expand knowledge translation, helps show off, you know, APTA and where you are. It also, because I said, I want you to tag the presenter, it builds a bridge. And like, it sort of gives credit to the person you just learned something from. This costs you $0 and it requires like either a notebook or the notes app on your phone and a Twitter account or a LinkedIn account. So my first suggestion is the triple take technique. Wow. That is a ton. I had to take notes on that. So you you really suggest with the taking of the notes to use the phone. I'm really confused. I'm like a notebook person. Look at, I didn't even know you were going to say that. I had it right here. So, right. So you are the person who have given, you've given me a half a dozen notebooks and I never used them until I started. And now that I do, here was the thing with using notebooks and not using notebooks. I always thought I had to take super detailed notes. And now I'm just like, I'm just going to jot a few things down. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's this other thing. And then later on when I have to go do the thing I just talked about, I do sort of like having it in my own hand. I do like having portability with notes though. So I like both because you can send those to friends too. I like that. I like that. All right. I'm going to have to try that. So you're going to have to hold me to it. So if I see you at CSM, you got to make sure I'm doing the triple takedown. Triple take technique. Triple take technique. Triple triple threat. Triple threat. And you better be walking around with your mug. So we'll we'll hold each other accountable. All right. That's a good one. I did not expect that one coming at you. I know, like I got to up my game. All right. So mine, so I am going to go with a theme nourishment. So I did the cup. (laughs) The next is you're going to nourish your mind. So um, here's my uh, tip for CSM. Go to the posters. So the exhibit hall is fantastic. There will be unopposed hours because we're really wanting to drive people into the exhibit hall because the exhibitors pay a lot of money to be there and they are actually what helps with the revenue for CSM. And they have free stuff. And they have great free stuff. You can probably get a notebook there or maybe even a travel mug if you forgot yours. Yes, most definitely. (laughs) So I like to think of the exhibit hall as New York City though. So for those of you, both of us have lived in New York City. It's one of those types of places there. Um, if you stay too long, then you're never going to get out. So the posters usually are way in the back. So in the exhibit hall, the people in the front, they pay the most money. They have the carpet, they have the nicest items. So just pass right by them. Um, and go back to the posters. I say that because the posters are um, either students, new professionals, professionals who are working on their PhD, residents, fellows, or people who are very well-versed in research and they've just figured out something great and innovative. So I like the posters because I think it's wonderful to go and support people who are doing research in PT because we need that. I think it's great to also be inspired by what people are doing. And you can bring something back for Monday morning, usually. So you get to talk to the person who's presenting the poster and they can also help you sort of collaborate with them or introduce you to other people. Maybe it's somebody that's doing a technique close to something that you've been wanting to do and you're seeing that patient population. So um, plus it's our future. So I say, go to the posters. 
often they don't get a lot of love either. No, they don't. So you can have a really great conversation with several different people. And it's also really easy to wander around in an academy or a section or a SIG special interest group that you know nothing about because you'll have a human standing right there who can give you the triple threat takeaway of their yeah, poster. I was going to say, do the triple threat technique with a poster. I would, I'm going to yes and you, which is if you haven't seen, and I'll put it in the show notes of this episode, if you haven't seen Mike Morrison's video on poster design, if you are a person who has a poster coming up at CSM or any conference, use his free template because he uses psychology and user experience, you like website design principles to design a great scientific poster. It actually makes it easier because it gives you the template for it and then explains how to use it right. But you're right. Like they usually do sort of hide the posters um, and platform things back there too, right? Yeah. They used to platforms this year are going to actually be, I think, in a session room. So those will be on your app so you can find those a little bit more easily. One year, the platform presentations were in like roller hockey rinks. They, you remember that? Yes. They thought that maybe putting up glass would help with sound, but they were open at the top. So yeah. Yeah, that has been feedback that we have. Uh, I, I only say this because I'm on the CSM steering committee. So that's feedback that we have taken. And um, because platforms are also really important, that is like groundbreaking, um, hot off the press kind of research that's come out. So it's things that are not yet ready for prime time, right? So right. they want people to sort of kick the tires and and ask them questions so they can you know develop their research even further. So it's really helpful to the presenters for you to go there. You know, they're just, they're not at the level where they'd be, you know, an hour and a half talk. But the other thing is sometimes those hour and a half talks, we've been in some, right? They spend an hour going over a review of things we already know. So you can, you can well, bang out like 15 posters in that time. Well, Parkinson's law, right? Parkinson's law says that the time it takes to complete a task expands or contracts to the time that you've given been given to complete the task, which essentially means like if you tell your kid to clean their room by tonight at eight, it gets out of 758. So that happens in presentations. Like again, in radio, it was the reverse. It was not like you have 10 minutes for a bit tomorrow on the morning show. It was you went to the morning show host and was like, hey man, I want to get I want to get some airtime as a budding broadcaster. You'd pitch your bit to the morning show host and he'd be like, Okay, all right. That's worth. Uh, I'll give you five minutes. You're like, no, but I need ten. It's like you get five, and you got you got real good at being like, okay, well, it's five or zero. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, in conferences, is they're like, you got ninety minutes to fill, and a lot of times, I mean, I've pushed back and been like, I need four. I can do forty five and a fifteen minute Q and A, but like, I don't, I can't do ninety on this topic, like. Because again, like you know, traditional education was like, you owe me a fifteen page paper on something that was really hard for me in college to do a 15 page paper in English because all of my journalism courses were like, here's how you write as succinctly as possible, not as long as possible. So I'm here beating my head going, but I can do it. I felt like the guy, what was that show? Name that tune. I'm like, I can do it in I four notes. Three. Yeah. But you're, you're telling me to do it in 628 notes. And I'm like, I don't need 628. I need seven. Um, so nourish your mind, poster presentations and they rotate. I didn't realize that my first conference. I thought like the poster was the poster, but like the posters rotate. Mm -hmm. CSM must spend a lot of money on thumbtacks because they got to just keep putting up new posters. And there's a new poster. <laughs> there's a new poster. 
We try to reuse. We try to reuse. <laughs> reuse, re-nourish. All right. So that's your second one. That's uh, that's nourish. So my my first one was learning. My second theme is networking. Okay. So this can be done in the poster session or in a speaking session or in a platform presentation. Here's my suggestion. Here's the setup. First of all, the setup is on your conference badge, you should, if you have a social media handle, take a Sharpie because it's going to print out your name, where you're from, what else? Yeah, what you're, uh, if you have any sort of uh, other credentials, like if you're. Right. So it's going to give like your certified specialist. All formal stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All formal stuff. I think you should take a Sharpie and write like at PT Pinecat, like you're at, you know, your Twitter, your Instagram, right? So that's the setup for this one. But here's the tactic. After a presentation, after you walk away from a poster session, after you're at a platform, approach someone or the speaker for a poster, ask someone who maybe asked an interesting question or made a good point or someone who just happened to be in the session with you and just sort of like ask them a question like, hey, wow, that was really insightful. I love that point on this. What do you think about it? This is the way to make friends at conferences. The funny part is you have a billion of these stories where people are like, we've been friends for 26 years. How did you meet? Oh, uh, I tripped over someone's water bottle. And next thing you know, we're talking and we've been friends for 26 years and we come to CSM every single year. So here's why it works. It, it kind of gives you like a reason to talk to a random person. But again, what did you call it? Like just NerdCon for PTs or whatever? <laughs> yeah. It I is. I called it so nerd it crush, a reason to but like I like NerdCon. NerdCon. <laughs> it gives you a reason to open up a conversation with like a fellow like PT nerd. And it's like, hey, yes, and. And listen, you're going to weed out the duds real quick with this one. Because you're like, hey, what'd you think about that? And if they give you like a dud answer, like that's a great response. I'm going to go over here with someone else because I have to refill my oatmeal or something. But you might meet a winner. There are there are more winners than there are duds at CSM. I will say that. It's free. It takes five minutes of time. And you might walk away making a friend. The other thing is a lot of people, we know this, a lot of people attend CSM by themselves. And they are taking the big leap. Mm -hmm. Be Students a lot of times will go in packs. Great idea, like with colleagues. But as you get later on in your career, like it's hard to convince someone to take a weekend and drop a couple hundred thousand bucks and come to a conference. So a lot of people are flying solo and they're looking for a friend. And this is a way to make friends or find friends, or even if you're in a group, get one more in your group, mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. So that is my uh, that is my sort of impromptu, like build a bear, find a friend. Build a bear. Yeah, build a bear um, and I would say for people, if you're watching this and you're a new conference goer, so one of the things, I, I still have a trouble doing this myself, but it's, they have the ribbons that go on your badges. Oh. But get a first-timer ribbon. You sh you should, if oh. it's your first time, get a first-timer ribbon because you will have seasoned CSMers who will actually seek you out and want to you know, in invite you to different things. For clarity, the ribbons are these like, I mean, they're ribbons with like adhesive material. And I call them the wizard beard. <laughs> Because you go on the bottom of your, you know, you have a, you have your badge or on a lanyard. And then, you know, if you're a member of a section or an academy, you sort of get that ribbon and you put them on. And then of course it's like, who can have the longest rib, you know, wizard beard. Cause then it's like, it's flowing. Yeah. I didn't know there was a first timer one. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 
that's easy to miss if you're a first timer because you're like, I don't know what these things are. Never mind it. I should get one. Right. And that was going to be my next one, but I'm going to sort of play off of yours. Um, okay. So nourish your soul, right? So the, the whole connection piece, right? So I think CSM, if you asked a lot of people, what was the moment that you were able to say that you felt like you were part of something in the field of physical therapy, whether you're a student, whether you're a PT, whether you're a PTA, a vendor, um, it's that connection. A lot of people will say that's CSM. So it's because they met other people that were either like-minded or completely different from them. And it really changed um, the way that they approach life or they made a lifelong friend, all different kinds of things. Um, so I love when people actually act as like CSM ambassadors. So they may seek out someone who is um, a first timer or is, you know, a student, and even if it's their second time and they don't really know what to go to. But what I'm going to say is to nourish your soul, say yes to something you wouldn't normally say yes to. And that can be a whole multitude of things. So if it is saying yes to you just met somebody in the exhibit hall and they say, hey, we are all going to go to this event. Try saying yes. Even if you're like, I don't know what that event is. <laughs> um, even, you know, sometimes vendors, they also have parties, um, you know, you especially students meeting students from other programs, you know, tack on with them. Um, if yeah. someone even if you're in a conversation with a really good friend of yours, maybe you're reconnecting with somebody that you went to PT school with 20 years ago. This actually happened to me. And my uh, he was my table mate in PT school and he is a spinal cord researcher. I do nothing with the spinal cord. And uh, a couple of years ago, he was like, come with me. We didn't finish our conversation. And I sat next to him in a spinal cord lecture and I was like, uh, but I learned so much and it was a great place to be. And then we went to this amazing thing called the Myelin Melter. And I was like, Ooh, I don't neuro. know what this is, but it was a happy hour for like the neuro section. And I don't yep. do the neuros. Um, but I got to meet like 35 new people and I, I'm a total nerd. And I was like, if this thing is called the Myelin Melter, I am in. Um, but it was really just a great experience to do something different. So I say, say yes to something that you wouldn't ordinarily say yes to. And there's a, there's enough things, no matter, even if you're really vast in terms of the things that you, there are enough things at CSM that you can find things that are not typically your thing to say yes to. And I like how you're saying it's like a session or a party afterwards or meeting random people. You you mentioned there was a moment that people, a lot of people have moments at CSM where they're like, I now feel part of the profession. Do you, do you remember yours? Ooh, when I felt part of the profession or my CSM moment? Well, what, your CSM moment that you were like, yeah, okay, this is like. So here, so this is an interesting sort of like uh, detour. So I'll tell you, I'll, I'll try to make it quick because I know we're doing quick hits. So I have a cr crazy background. I had a PhD first in basic science. So I was used to going to meetings that were 30, 40,000 people. So CSM to me didn't sound super large. And I had finished PT school and was going to present a poster in Boston. And um, it was there was a crazy storm and I actually couldn't get there. And I remember panicking because all the meetings that I had been to were 
fairly uh, high level science, a little bit contentious. Um, one of the things that happens sometimes in basic science, which still to this day, I don't understand is in, it's not super collaborative. It's a lot about, I need to get the information out first before anybody else does. So they use the word yeah. scooping all the time. So, I mean, you would be in a meeting or a presentation and you would stand up at the microphone and you would say, Donovan, and I went to school in the Bronx, Bronx, New York, what is uh, the mRNA platform? That, like, it was pretty abrasive. So that was what I was used to. Um, and so when I couldn't get to CSM, I panicked and I paid hundreds of dollars because at that time we didn't have all the sorts of technology that we have now. Cause I thought I would never be able to get invited back if I didn't show up with my posters. Oh. So I sent my posters via FedEx, like electronically, they had to be reprinted. And then I had somebody stand at my poster and then I had them put a post-it note on it. That was like stuck in ice storm, cannot get here. And so then the subsequent year I went and so my moment was when I sort of went into a meeting and I was like, all these people are nice and everybody here is here sort of for the right reason. And they all wanted to meet each other. And it wasn't this sort of hierarchical um, yeah. kind of a meeting that I was used to. So I wouldn't say that it was like this one particular thing. It was just sort of the whole vibe, I guess. The vibe. Yeah. Yeah. My vibe moment, I don't think came, there was definitely a CSM moment, but I think my vibe moment for like the conferences came at Next. Mm, I loved the Next conference. I was sad. You sort of like yeah. alluded in PT school of like all the reasons we should go to Next. And I was like, I don't know. It sounds like a party. So great. And we went to that one and it was, you had, <clears throat> you had suggested, and this is another good suggestion we should throw out there if there's a student listening, like, hey, ways to get into a conference for free or reduced rate is like volunteer. And then you're sort of like in the side door, right? So you would you you would suggest this. I volunteered. I got a free, I mean a free T-shirt first of all. <laughs> Orange, still wear it to this day. Um, and then we got to usher people into the Oxford debate. And I remember like trying to you were trying to explain to us what we were. You were like, make sure everybody comes to this. I was like, what is it? And you were like, it's this thing. And I was like, okay. I am watching. You're a lot of trust. Walking. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, okay. It could have been something bad, but I was like, this sounds fun. And just sort of watching people like who were, you know, fun, but serious during the day. And now they were just ready to lose their minds. It was like 430 and they were just like, woo. And I was like, okay, okay. I like this. You know, it's not five o'clock, but we're cutting out early. I like this vibe. So uh, for me, that was like my first like, okay, conferences are cool kind of situation. All right. My third suggestion to round things out uh, sort of feels like yours and this is one i think you probably would have figured i would have put in there and this was the theme is fun and i wanted to put a, fo a focus on local flavor hour mm. so my suggestion is um a lot of times your first csm was in boston it's been in all sorts of really really cool uh locations i don't know how many i've been in six or seven i've gone to and a lot of times people are like oh you went to San Diego. How is San Diego? And I was like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Like, not really sure. It was I snowing. How was it? It was, it was snowing in San Diego, which was a sucker punch. <laughs> but a lot of times you don't get to, you're not doing San Diego. You're not doing Boston. You're not doing, you're doing the convention center and the hotel and like the Starbucks in the lobby. And so they I all would say, look the same. And they're all the same. Like how many, like, and this is an aside, I've 
when I, my previous job, I traveled a lot. I've had to use the like maps app on my phone to figure out where the hell I was. Cause it's just every hotel and conference center looks the same. So my solution is the local flavor hour is if you're going to go to Boston or any conference location, take an, an hour a day if you can, cause it is hard to get away from conference centers. Cause they are typically like removed a little bit from the city, but at least once or twice during your trip, there, like do something disgustingly touristy, like ride a duck boat, go to Fenway. Mm-hmm. Like for the, there, there's no games in February. I'm not an idiot, but like, just go around there go around the, the park. Do um, I asked them, go to cheers. Yeah. Like I've, I, I've been to Boston like five, six times. I've never been to cheers. I've been walked by it, but like do something ridiculous in the Boston Harbor. Just like do some local culture, maybe combine it by doing it with some person you just met or like reconnect with that colleague. Just do something non work conference related. And uh, I mean, Boston's a pretty good city to do that. And there's a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff. It's walkable and things like that. I was looking at the map today. It's not awful in terms of walkability. It will be February in Boston. So you might want on top of a thermal mug, you might want to bring like thermal socks or something or boots. Um, So that could be all right. So that's my number three, which is um, local flavor hour. I like that. I, I am not good at that myself, so I, I like that. It's hard. It's I mean it's I mean I remember going to Boston for something. Was it was next in Boston one year? Yep, in the summer. And I, and I remember like a, a a girl I went to high school with who also happened to be a PT saw it on my Facebook feed. We hadn't seen each other in years. She lived there. She's like, reach out, we'll hang out. It's like absolutely. And then you get to a conference, you're like, that is not happening. Like, I don't have a car when I'm there because I flew in, and then I don't know where you live, and it's I don't you don't have two free minutes to rub together. I'm telling you to find two free minutes to rub together and do something just ridiculous. Go buy yourself a Sam Adams at a legit (laughs) Sam Adams at a legit Boston bar. Do something like that. All right. So that is a six pack. How did you feel about the format? I liked it. I feel it's a little easier when you ask a guest to sort of like, all right, just bring three ideas and then we just riff. Yeah. I mean, for me, you know, you gotta though, you gotta be comfortable because you gotta have like four or five because what if you said what I was going to say? Well, I did that too. I have an extra one just in case, but see, they have great minds. But also it's kind of cool when you give people the same prompt and they have different answers and you give people the same prompt and they have the same, and there is some crossover. It's like a Venn diagram. This would make for yeah. a great, a great yeah. poster presentation in the future. You love your Venn right. diagrams. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will, I, I have a bonus one as well. So I'll just use the one. I'll just Uh-oh. call it a bonus one, which right, is, bonus, it's something you taught me. Do you remember when we were in New Orleans for CSN? That was probably like my third or fourth. CSM. Now mm-hmm. I was a little, I'm a little different. I'm a little weird. And I did like something like 35 interviews in like three days. And you were, we were at dinner and you were like, how's it going? I'm like, it's great. I mean, we sat down to eat and then we were like, it's great. I'm, I'm doing great. And you're like, okay. And then like halfway through dinner, it was as if someone had taken my plug and just removed it. I vividly I remember, remember this. Like, I thought you were going to face plant into your food. Uh, I remember being like the like 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 a robot and just being like and I was gassed. And then I remember like it was three or four conferences a row because again it was next and you know student conclave and things like that that I was going to. And predictably, you'd always be like three or four days later, how's it going? And I'd always be like, I'm sick. <laughs> and I never noticed why I was sick. And you're like, I know exactly why you're sick, because you're breathing recycled air. 
you're on a plane, you're rush, 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 you're not taking care of yourself. So I would say there are 20,000 things that you can do at CSM, but you can't. Mm -hmm. So plan some of them, pivot to take some of the advice that we have here instead of like do some stuff that's not on the, on the reservation. Find your, and I think we did an episode on this once before, which is like find your must do's. Yep. And then find your like maybe do's and then leave some space in there because again, you can do 20,000 things, but you can't, you're, you're going to pay for it uh, a couple days later. So that's my bonus one. That's a great one. And I, I would, you know, say to that, yes. And, um, you do have to take care of yourself because you can run yourself ragged at C. I mean, the CSM is the best and the worst because it is also so many people want to get so many things done. Their meetings that start at 6 a.m. It's crazy. So, and then there's parties that are great that go till midnight, at 6 right? And then you want to hang out with your friends after the party. So it it is like being back in college during final exams or something like that. But um, I think also those times where you leave yourself some space, not only to sort of recover physically and emotionally, I mean, especially you, because you're interviewing people all day long, but those are actually those times time periods where some of the most amazing stuff happens. Like when you ride on rickshaws with lights and DJs. <laughs> well, well, I wound up pivoting and like, you know, as a podcast guy, I could record 30 interviews and that could be the next three, four months of content. I used to do that. And what I noticed now, like with technology and how we've sort of pivoted life is like, I'd rather go make the connection, meet someone. And instead of saying, I got a microphone, let's talk right now. <clears throat> I want to be like, you're cool. Let's hang out in this moment. Let me get your email. I'd love to have you on my podcast when we're both not living this moment. So it's almost like there was a great, there was a great photo. I think it was at the Masters golf tournament. I remember, you remember this. <coughs> and it, was great, it was a great marketing move by oh some beer company. Yeah, it was. Right? I can't I remember the beer company, but I vividly remember the ad where everybody so the shot was. was of the winning putt of whoever's winning and there's a 400 people in the picture and 399 of them all have their phone out and they're like recording it. And there's one dude holding the beer, just like Locked just in, in the moment. Yeah. And you know what? That guy doesn't have a picture of it, but he's got the memory. He was like, I'm not, who cares? And then he became this like, sort of like the centerpiece for this ad campaign, which was like something like live in the moment or whatever. And so I do, I do very few interviews, if any now at CSM, because of technology. It used to be be in person, better audio, yada, yada. And now it's like, meet the valuable thing is meeting the person. It really isn't scooping, isn't scooping the audio. It's not, it's not the scoop. <coughs> I'm about to have a big coughing fit. Do the coughing fit. <coughs> but I know you can edit. I can edit. <coughs> no, that was good. I was surprised we had such different ones. Very different ones. All right, last thing we do on the show is the parting shot. Not think of a parting shot. Think of one from just reiterate one of your uh, one of your suggestions. Which one did you do? What are you looking for? All right, let me ask you this. Maybe your parting shot is this. What are you looking forward to the most for this particular CSM? Being the fact that you've gone full circle, like even after all those CSMs, how do you get? You know, do you get excited? How do you get excited? What are you most excited about? That's three questions. So I am super excited about the CSM and you can see, right? I don't do the Botox. I got lots of wrinkles. So I have been a faculty member now for 21 years. So it is so cool to go to CSM and see my prior students 
as speakers. And that is awesome to see. Yeah. I mean, this is a good way for me to slide in the fact that I'm speaking at CSM. Did you know that? I'm speaking. No, I did not know that. Um, That's going to be on my list of must do's. Sheila, I, it, and I, I'd be like a really good speaker if I, I'll put it in the show notes. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what day it is. That's the funny thing about how I plan for this. I'm like, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. Sheila Schindler Ivins. Do you know Sheila? Mm-mm. She was a trustee at the foundation for PT research. She was rotating off as I was rotating on. And she and I just had similar personalities, right? She's super smart. And she was like, Hey, like I've heard you talk about communications in science, like in PT research and like the importance of it. And some people grab onto it and some people don't. And she's like, I think this is important. Like I've heard it enough from you that I now think it's important. And I think we should do a talk on this. I get asked to talk a lot by someone else who submits a talk. I don't submit talks because that requires filling out a form before a deadline. Hey, know your strengths, you know? Know your strengths, that ain't it. So we're talking about, my portion is science isn't finished until it's understood, which Mm. is a quote that I use a lot. And it's just like, listen, if I can show someone six ways to spread their message, like, yes, a poster is good. A presentation is great. That's one out of 364 days. What are you doing? Because nobody else is going to do it for you. Like, they're just, they're not going to do it for you. They're never going to do it right. And they're not going to do it with as much enthusiasm as your work. Um, So you got two choices. You could hire me. I'll do it for you. Or I could just teach you how to do it yourself. And so I'm going to sort of give like tactical tactic, tactical tactics, tactical tips on how to do that and where it'll go. And like, I want to remove some of this stigma of like, oh, like I need to be a graphic artist and designer. I'm like, you don't. There's Canva. I can show you 16 ways to use that in 15 minutes that will show you how to amplify your science. And I want to make it fun. And I want to use examples, 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 examples. And so I am speaking. You can look me up. I have no idea when it is. Uh, is it um, section on research? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, Probably. We'll see, it'll be amazing. That's really cool. I That's a- really cool. And that is something you can use Monday morning. That's going to be great. Correct. So I I will be as excited as everybody else when I find out what section I am presenting. You're going to find out it's going to be Saturday, 3 to 5 p.m. Probably. That's the money shift yeah. right there. They, that's a, they um, keep people there. Last tip two is also uh, take a look at that app. We alluded to that before. The APTA puts together an app. For the longest time, people were like, oh, there needs to be an app. There needs to be an easier way. There is one. It's an app. It's free. You should download it. You should use it. Um, didn't they used to print out a newspaper every day? Oh, yes. That sounds insane. Mm-hmm. That they sounds did. insane. They would produce a new newspaper every day. Oh, I got another really good CSM hack. It's not a hack, though. It's just nobody remembers you're gonna get your registration and your email print it out and bring it if it doesn't come in the snail mail otherwise you got to stand in a super long line when you register oh that is a good one i always do see the line and i'm glad i'm not in it Mm -hmm. okay all right csm boston just in time for valentine's day this year it was valentine's day in denver colorado yeah in denver yeah i remember that didn't go over well for a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and everybody got COVID, so it was great. And then everybody yeah. got COVID. That was like both three years ago and 42 years ago mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sky Donovan, professor, CBO of the podcast, APTA uh, board of directors, director. Yeah, it's a little redundant. Yeah. Director. Just director. 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 
Um, thank you for embarking on this new format. I think we gave some tactical. I think in 40 minutes, people took more than six things away. And that's a, that's a win for me. Great. Well, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Like what you hear? Tell a friend or leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology, as well as a neurologic OT fellowship, a competitive OMPT fellowship, and a speech therapy clinical fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPinecast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting. Providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at BuildPT.com. The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.